So in, in the week, last week, Tom rang me was like, Ray, you know what? I feel like we haven't finished yet. And I was like, you know what, bro? Let's come back on the show and let's do what we need to do. I thought I'd play a couple of tunes. Um, that looks like it needs resetting. <laughs> Something's happened, isn't it? Uh, this is Dorian, our producer, uh, one of the head honchos at Thames Delta. Um, it's mad, isn't it? It's like a vending machine. Um, I just wanted to pick up everybody that, um, yeah, we weren't on air for Blueprint or uh, for the Dreadcast last week because, as I said, this whole studio came down and we just thought it was safer not to be doing anything at all than being at home and, um, and staying safe. So we are all back. Everything is running. Full throttle is running. Full throttles are full ahead, I should say. And, um, yeah, we've got Bellyman Part 2, which I'm really looking forward to. So I'm going to play some tunes for about half an hour, 40 minutes, and then we, we're going to get Bad Boy Tomo back in, and we're going to finish off um, where we left it last time. And I can't remember what era it was, but I know he's super on it because he was like, no, Ray. Uh, we, we've got to go back. I've got to tell the rest of the story because that was really important for me. So here we are. Bigging up everybody right now. Send this one out to New Spaces. Send this one out to Martin Williams. Uh, send this one out to Chris Boying. Send this one out to Tracy uh, Tracy and Jay Palmer. Send this one out to Eddie Doubtfire. Send this one out to uh, Jonathan Shelley, uh, who's saying looking good and it's all good and he's looking forward to today's show. Uh, I thought I kicked off with a classic from Conganati Code Red. Bigging up. Um, the original Rebel MC and Conga Natty. Yeah. And picking up their DJ, first DJ, uh, DJ Ron. And DJ after that was Nicky Black Market. And obviously now they have Congo dubs. Um, I wanted to play this from the Mighty Groove Rider because I believe that this is one of the all-time greats of Jungle Drum and Bass. And I love this tune. I'll send this one out to Frost and Brian. Oh, yeah, by the way, three things were going on on Friday. Um, Fabian Groove Rider, how amazing to be uh, with the Outlook Orchestra um, at the Festival Hall, which is just across the range. And they were doing their live PA with the orchestra. I showed some of the footage that they sent to me. It was really emotional when I watched it. Also, picking up Goldie and Randall, Randall back, Randall too hot to handle back doing what we what we wanted to see him doing. Um, since he had some stuff to take care of. So, Randall, wherever you are, we love you. Bigging up the Goldie. Uh, that was the Underground Village. And also, you had Fabric on with my brothers and sisters from V, and I heard that was popping as well. So, if anyone's telling you Jungle Drummer Bass is dead, I don't think so. Here we go, another classic. Send this one out to my bridge in Fats. Send this one out to the original Internati crew. What mask shall I don today? What role shall I play today? Who will I fool today? Tell me which fool will fall prey. All the stuff like a common boy. And all the common things to say. I can always get what I want when I play. Jungle Drummer Blaze, please give me some signal and some love hearts, please, please, please.
go, people. Give me some love heart emojis, please, please, please. Mark, please, 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 please keep sharing the show. Send this one out to Nelly. Send this one out to Mango. Send this one out to Melissa. Send this one out to everybody involved right now. It's the blueprint, baby. This is what we do on Tuesdays between one and three. Let's go. That's right. I got Crit. I got Mango. Chris out of bed. Send this one out to Chris Trip. Picking up the pool Fe- Featherstone. Happy birthday to Karen Lane. Charade and some Groove Rider business. Send this one out to Adam R. Smith. Don't forget, hashtag where you're from. Can you believe it? Fabio and Groove Rider with the Outlook Orchestra performing. Man nearly had tears in his eyes. I was so gutted because of work commitments I was working. I couldn't make it. I'm definitely going to catch the show, you know what I'm saying? This week I've got two exclusives to play on my Dreadcast show this week. It's going to blow your socks off, trust me. Picking up everybody that does radio on a weekly basis. I'm blessed to be doing two shows right now. Coming like some of the major radio stations, do you know what I'm saying? Whatever you can do, we can do too. Send this one out to Adam Hart, hashtag Northampton. Don't forget in about 20 minutes time, half an hour, the belly man will be back. Part two. And we'll chat about his history, the legacy that he's left and continues to do. Do you know what I mean? Major game major game changer is MC Bellyman, trust me, making moves. That tune's so bad, right? It never made it onto vinyl, but I think Ryder did release it a little while ago, but it's still one of my favourite tunes. And every time I play it and Frost is in the dance, he just comes in and he rewinds it. Big up, big up to my good friend, Jumpy Jack Frost. Big up to my V Recordings family. Uh, that was popping at Fabric on Friday. Um, Belly Man in the house already, you know. So this went out to Mark Bollard. So it's Rusty's birthday and his missus is Karen Lane. So big up, Rusty. I must have <laughs> read that read, uh, read that wrong. Uh, send this one out to Adam. Send this one out to Sinead. Send this one out to CL Hassan. Um, God, there's so many great gigs coming up as well. Um, Orange is back. I just got booked for that. Um, I also got booked for, oh, yeah, Clockwork Orange Printworks. Oh, my days. That's going to be popping. There's some really good things going on right now as we as as the country reopens. Send this one out to Amy Trice. 
Uh, send this one out to everybody in the feed. We've got some good numbers today. Let's see if we can hit that to 150. I wanted to play. Listen, one of my good friends, yeah, and when I've been, when when, when the chips have, have been down sometimes, I've called this brother and he's always been there. He's one of the gatekeepers, uh, uh, like myself, who, who opens the doors and brings people in. Mickey Finn, wherever you are, stand up, my brother, because we love you. And um, and he made some bad cheese back in the day. Do you know what I mean? Under Urban Shakedown, obviously, uh, with Aphrodite and them doing what they were doing in the remixes that they were doing. See if you remember this. And if anyone can give me the name, that'd be super blessed. With some fire emojis, please, as we go into this jungle classic. If you used to go to Laserdrome, if you used to go to Oranges, if you used to go to Paradise Club, then you know about this tune. Pick it up the GQ. No, pick up all the jungle, everybody, everybody, please, please. I like to crow. I'll jump up massive, massive, massive. massive. We win, This is not a bargain or a deal. Listen to the words of the first tongue. What time out, me and young comfort in the place, don't go my lyrical tongue. All the girls, them, watch this. Demolition Man, extend that chest, my brother, straight salute.
signal and we are still live please please please
too much fire. Too much fire for them. Sometimes if the tune is registered, they try and shut us down. Which I don't know why they just don't pay the PRS and done with it, you know what I'm saying? It's a great platform to be on. Don't forget, we don't own any of the content. We are only streaming some of the classics that built this foundation. We love this, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, let's keep sharing and let's try and get up to the mid-100s again. Not sure what happened there. Maybe it's because of the tune I played and sometimes it's the algorithms. It cuts it straight out. Or maybe it was too much bass. Or maybe it was too much fire. Yeah, that's right. It was Prisoner uh, featuring Demolition Man and Urban Shakedown on the remix. Now, back in the day, which is what I, I really loved about all, all everything about playing and stuff, is... Um, you could go from one tune to another and you could go from something like that to something like Prisoner to something like this. And this is a bad man tune. This geezer, right, Wax Doctor. Next level. Like Fotec. I, I, I was privileged enough to be introduced to Fotec from a good friend of mine called Rob Solomon who did and had the label origination. And this is what Tuesdays is all about, is a celebration every Tuesday of all the old school tunes. We have got Bellyman back in the house. It's half past now. So, yeah, let's let's bring him in at, in at quarter two. We'll get the chairs uh, done in the next 10 minutes and a couple of bottles of water and pick off where we left off. Do you know what I'm saying? Picking up everybody that went to Village Underground to support the Randall, Too Hot to Handle, and also Goldie. Send this one out to LGJ Bookham. Send this one out to Fabio. Send this one out to Phil Basement. Send this one out to Scanner. Here we go. Thanks, Story. And you know what? It's so lovely working over here, man. Picking up my bridging Chris Bomber Andrews. Send this one out to Paul Bunting. If you know, give me some fire emojis. Give me some heart emojis. It's the blueprint, baby. Come on, let's go. You used to go to Swerve and Mars Bar, you know what I'm saying? Come on, send this one out to A-Side. Send this one out to tomorrow. Send this one out to Ashley John Clay. Here we go. It's Tuesday. It's the blueprint. It's Bellyman back in the house for part two shortly. It's the RK playing new tunes like this to remind ourselves from where the foundation of Jungle Drum and Bass was built. Picking up the wax doctor, let's go.
send this one out to Nelly, send this one out to David, send this one out to Malcolm, send this one out to Paul Bunting. Dreamy niceness for real. Send this one out to Chris L- Laggy Leyland. Don't forget if you're. What? Tune! What are you saying, Leo? I've got some of your tunes, brother. They're sounding all right. A little bit more work, though. So this one out to Jane MC Faden. went out to my brother Pachif and also my brother DJ Andy from Brazil bigging up the marquee this thing's worldwide now you know what I'm saying we touched around the globe around the universe everybody knows about jungle drum and bass Send this one out to VJ. What are you saying, brother? I like this one from Chris Grimley when they shut us down. He said, shut man down because the bass was too dark, without a doubt. Send this one out to L-Double. I like this one from James Burke, it says they found your aerial. Like the old days, they used to be running from roof to roof to try and bounce the signal and ting. Picking up all the pirate stations because if it wasn't for the pirate stations, we wouldn't be doing niche. David Chanu knows it's a big tune. Here we go. Oh, it's great to hear these tunes, you know what I'm saying? Send this one out to the Randall. Send this one out to the Kenny Ken. Send this one out to the Darren J. Picking up the blueprint 100% every Tuesday, you know. Oh, in the coming weeks, I'm doing some workshops. And uh, that's going to be on our YouTube channel. And uh, the first one is... uh, 
I'm going to be teaching you how to mix on some Technique 12s and then we're going to go to these bad boys, the 900s. Tom E.B. knows it's that time of the week. Come on. up the foundations of jungle drum and bass i mean listen wax doctor was there was a few cats out there that were making waves that were making the music beautiful soulful um he was a good kid as well you know like he, he rolled with us for a long time i wonder what has happened to him if you're out there brother reach out to us i'd love to get you on the show now then just before we bring out the belly man uh, for the part two and we start chatting because the last time he was talking, we was talking so much that we didn't even really want to play no music. What we should have done was kept it going. But because the show is based around old school jungle drummer bass, that's what we thought we needed to do. So um, I, I'm going to really try to get Johnny on the show because I love Johnny L. And he, listen, when he made Hurt You So, that was the next level business. And Johnny's been writing like commercial music, garage music, jungle music forever. Liz Covey, how are you? Uh, how are you, Liz? I haven't seen you for ages. I've got, got to catch up and have a chat. Uh, hopefully you're going to be in the UK soon. Send this one out to all my brothers and sisters in America. Um, I hope you're safe. Um, I know there's been some crazy storms out there, so our thoughts and prayers are with you. Uh, also, our thoughts and prayers are with our brothers and sisters in Africa right now, um, where there's been mass flooding and, again, more mashed up uh, crazy weather because of global warming. And let's try and do our bit, please, to save the planet. I wanted to play this tune by Johnny L. Bad man from early, you know. This is a little revamp and a, a, a re-update. But Johnny, wherever you are, my brother, you don't even need to give us a salute or even extend that chest. You just need to sit down and take it all in because you are one of the pioneers of this music. And if you hadn't have done what you'd done, um, we really wouldn't be where we are today. Um, so here we go. Uh, if you can give this word, the word of the tune, a little love heart next to it, that'd be super blessed if you know the name of the tune, that is. Picking up everybody who went to Fabio and Groove Rider on Saturday night. Big two. Oh, Liz is coming over Easter. Oh, that's amazing. Let's go, people. You know, you know. You done know, Piper, what a banger. Picking up the Groove Riders mix as well. I'm gonna have to get the DVD so I can see the whole thing for myself. Picking up the pedestrian. It's the blueprint, baby, this is what we do. We go back in time. 
some classics. Can I get some fire emojis, please? We used to run this tune hard in the dance, I'm telling you. to all our junglists around the world. It's the blueprint, baby. This is what we do. Who's loving it? Send it around to Jonathan Shelley. It's more fire and more fire and more fire. Send it out to Domingos. Where are no Neto replying to the Domingos? Send it out to Regis Pereira. Big hug from still my brothers. Stay safe. Send it out to Nikki. Picking up everybody on Facebook and YouTube right now. Please send those fire emojis. And just before we bring in Belly Man, I want to shout out Johnny L, you know.
send this one out to Dr- Dave Triggs. He says, hashtag old school, baby. And Dave, you know what? I'm about to blow your socks off with some old school tune right now. Picking up the Pachif. Some noise factory business. I'm taking you all the way back. If you know about jungle techno, then you know. Lord of mercy. You know. Right, Doran, do you want to set up these chairs, please, so we can go straight into the interview? That'd be super blessed, I think. Send this one out to Jackie, who says, Afternoon, Ray.
<laughs> I'll just see you in the window as it finished. Belly man, come in, my brother. Thank you very much for coming back. Uh, I'm just going to swap seats right now. Um, yeah, and, and, and come out of the DJ mode. And we are going to go back to interviewing mode. And if we need to play some music, we will. But I don't think we need to. It's just going to be a part two. How are you? Very good. Thank you, sir. Yourself? Good. Let me come around the other side. Uh, uh, it's good to see you, brother. And you, brother, always. And thank you for coming on again. Oh, no worries, man. You know, are, we, just... are we live on your Facebook now? Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Good to see good you, man. Good to see you, brother. Good, good, good to, to see, see you. Back in the hot seat, belly man. <laughs> Ray Keith, part two. Uh, wow, what, do you know what? I've had so many messages about that interview that we've done. It was, a lot of people said it was uh, interesting, it was honest. And then out of the blue last week, you called me and you went, Ray, we're not done. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, no, Ray, I've got more things to say because we kind of fast forwarded um, a little bit too quickly because obviously we it's a yeah, time yeah, factor yeah, on yeah, here, yeah, of course. And, and we try and um, and and again, a lot of people wouldn't know how you and I are connected, but from being on Origin, from you helping me doing my first live shows, from you coming on Radar, that was the. St and then everyone goes off and does whatever they're doing. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, you yeah, went yeah. on to do car bars, and I went on to do uh, radio with um, <coughs> with Radar. How have you been anyway since the last yeah, time? Yeah, things I saw have been you? good. Things have been really good, man. Loads of work starting to come back. Uh, it just seems like things are starting to open back up, you know. Which is which is a, a relief and a breath of fresh air after 100%. two years of madness. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just looking. I put up a status uh, yesterday or the day before. It was like the doors for Labyrinth going up. We we touched on it the last interview. Um, being my first ever dance going into it. And when I put it up, it just it brought back something. I was like... You know, it was 1995, I first queued up and went into there. And fast forward to 2005, I'm an MC now, right? And within, I think it's like within 2006, 2007, Labyrinth come back on the scene with the reunion. So Joe, Dawn, they've come back on with it. And I've seen it and I'm, you know, like, like I said, go back 10 years previous to that. I'm in the dance and I'm like, I've got to be on that dance. You know what I mean? It's a dream mission for me to be on that dance. And I did. I ended up hitting up uh, Joe. I spoke to Joe. It was MySpace. Remember MySpace back in the day? And I hit him up on it and I was like, man, like, you know, things that dreams are made of. I used to come at your club and I'm doing my thing. And I'd like, he's like, look, I'm going to give you a shot. And fair play to him, man. Like, only a few years in the game there, man. He gave me a shot. And I ended up headlining it down there. He used to put me down there on a regular basis. They kept moving from, I think it was heaven, to the, a few little clubs around when they come back. And it was like a proper dream moment. You know what I mean? It was from one minute we're there in the club to next minute I'm there as a resident playing for him and all that, man. And I was, I was you know, it was one of them moments, man. It was, it was but that's really... it. You, you, you've got to dream big. I, I remember I've done an interview for resident advisor because... I I um, I got a book for you in the car actually. I oh, wicked! Yeah, 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 wicked! Yeah. Nice one. I'm glad you remember yeah. that. And um, I, I did this interview yesterday, and that feeling of you being a little kid or a youngster and looking up and going, you know what? 
that's what I want to do. Yeah. That's like, you're doing what I want to do. And I used to look at, um, I mean, in those days, Mondays, and I was, I was going to work. All my friends was nutted, but they would take me with them in the car. Yeah, yeah. And then um, they would be dancing and I'd be studying in the corner and I'd see Cole Cox and I'd see Paul Trouble Anderson and I'd see Colin Hard and I'd see Trevor Fung and I'd see all of these DJs, um, Paul Oakenfold, and I'd be like, wow. Yeah. And drawing the, the way they yeah, draw yeah, the yeah, tunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what, what dreams are made of. So going right back in from uh, standing in uh, and, and raving in, um, uh, in uh, Labyrinth, Labyrinth um, and seeing all, all, all what was going on the geezers, the girls, the vibe, the music, the lasers. And then you, that's when you, it, it, that's when you kind of woke up to what was going on. That's when you kind of thought that was all your record collecting, all your listening, all your tape packs was now a visual in front of you. Like this is, yeah. this is what it, this is where it comes from. Well, I think. Maybe it's something that happens to every person for their first rave. I don't know if it was myself, my own little experience. But yeah, I always, that moment of going in them doors, getting past, you remember Jabby at the front with a bird taking the tickets money, you know, kind of getting through and, and the birds are searching, you're walking a little bit and the, when you got through, I just remember that moment of like relief and wow, just a big wow factor. And I, I always have that sort of planted in my head them first like moments of going into that labyrinth there. And then we used to go out there like every other week or that they were doing dance, they give you the little ticket. I remember we had this little um, laminated pass thing. You remember it had the Beatles head thing yeah, on the front yeah, of it and that, yeah. and a pound to get in and all that. It was, you know, it was really good times. A lot of people back in the day like really talk about labyrinth in a good way. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's one of them. Yeah, I remember I, uh, Billy Bunter used to be up there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I used to go into this uh, sweat box of a room and you used to have to climb some fucking ladders to yeah. go, oh. <laughs> and then you'd be like, oh, well, this yeah, is the DJ Yeah, because you couldn't see box. the DJ, could exactly. you? And I was when like, you in, was where's like, the DJ? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, 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 man, yeah. And then I'll see Billy down going, Ray, Ray. And I'll be like, what? You got to go up there? And he's like, yeah. And and you're carrying your boxes. Yeah, so yeah. man would have to push the box up through the little lid and then he'd be there. And then you'd be thinking, I wanted to ask you something. Just thinking about it, do you still get that feeling now being an artist and a performer? When you go into the dance, do you still get that feeling of, of like el elatedness? Like when you go onto stage and the first time you turn the corner and you see the crowd, and, and, and obviously now you're not queuing up. Yeah, it's yeah. a different scenario, but do you still get that? Feeling because the first five ten minutes when I go on the decks, my hands are still shaking. So the nerves, yeah. yeah like it's still a a psychological thing. Whereas until I know where everything is, and until I've played my first tunes for the first five ten minutes, and I'm yeah. in my stride, I still get that kind of like, okay, cool. I'm just taking it all in, but I still get nervous. Yeah, but I think no, no matter what level you're at, if you don't get nervous, there's something wrong. Right. You know, there's always going to be that, that, that bit adrenaline. Of, yeah, that. Adrenaline. And then it kicks in and you're riding and you know, you're doing your thing and it's 
but yeah, 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 I, I do. Yeah, hundred percent get it. You know, you step up. It's it's one of them things. It's like, okay, is the mic gonna be all right? Is everything cool? What's the crowd gonna be like? You still get all that. Yeah, hundred percent. Excellent. You know, like I think there'd be something wrong if I got up and I thought, you know what I mean? Giving it all that, like. <laughs> but yeah, no, and, no. And, I can I ask you as well? Have you ever dropped the mic and like whilst you're doing your thing, Mate, like you're spitting bars or man's? And I've got a story for you. Come on, let's you, hear right? that story. Can we hear that story yeah. now? Right, right, all right. So I'm down. Warnings booked me. Uh, it was for Pete. a festival. Yeah, it right. was Pete. No, actually, it was Barrington. That oh, okay. We got Barrington and yeah, everybody at Warning, the whole crew. Yeah, it was Barrington who hooked me up. And it was, uh, it was a last minute thing, a feeling. I had to go down and do it with Gov and Turnall. And yeah, I ended up going down there. So the set's going off. It's a daytime thing. Spitting the bars. Next thing, anyway, Turnall's jumped up, right? It's one of his last shoes where. Bray! As he's done it, he smashed the mic straight into the front of my teeth. And I'm telling you there, and then I thought my front teeth come out, yeah? I was like, you could hear the clamp, like it smashed the mic, smashed on the floor, it was just bang. My, my teeth are hurting just hearing Just, that, I'm yeah. telling you, and I just sit, I just pulled the mic, I'm standing there and I'm like, I'm thinking like, what's going on? What am I gonna do? I see him the next week. I said, you're lucky you ain't got a big dentist bill, bro. Like, you see how you nearly smashed, he didn't even know he did it. He's like, sort of just so must have pulled his hit back. Yeah, so excited, bro. But, but yeah, it was close, man. My front teeth felt like they got smashed. But I, yeah, I got away lucky with it. There's like a little chip in one of the teeth. But yeah, man, that, that's that's the first thing as soon as you come. <laughs> you never dropped the mic. Oh uh, yeah, I must have dropped the mic. Someone's standing on the wire, the wire's coming out and dropped them. Yeah, I'm sure I must have, man. I'm, I can't, yeah, I can't picture where they are. I'm sure I must have along the way. Yeah, I'm sure. New Year's Eve, I was playing and um, it, everything was tight. You know, when of them tight gigs, everything's tight, packed in together. And I said to the brother before I went, I said, listen, there's so much bass coming out of these speakers. It's great. I love it. Yeah. yeah. But everything's going to shake off. The decks are going to shake off. The, the yeah, 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 it's yeah, on, yeah, yeah, on, on yeah. wood. And my hard drive's going to shake off. Next thing I know, I'm playing. The cr Literally, the decks are there. The crowd's there. So they can literally touch you. And I was, I was playing. And then uh, I looked down. My hard drive had disconnected from the wire that was oh, going shit. into the the Pioneer and now the tunes are on loop and I'm thinking what the hell's going on so now I'm I'm I'm, I'm trying to put the hard drive back in I've called the promoter over they've come <laughs> over they've put gaffer tape over the hard drive onto the oh, in the shit. case onto the speaker but these are the things that we deal with but anyway we were getting a bit sidetracked uh, I'm excited Bellyman part two we're back to talk about his journey through jungle drum and bass where do you want to pick up from you I, I'd say now we go into like when the car bar started I'm sure like we touched down last time uh, it was we went to 2010. You was a performing MC. That's you, it. You, you were getting your breaks. Um, Got sick 2013. That's right. Come out of hospital. Me and you, Blade Runner, were doing New Year's Eve and that. I come out, you know, New Year's Day. <laughs> Had a little blaze. Um, I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah here we go. Here. Let's do this. So everything that you wanted to do. Yes. Actually, off camera the other day, we... we you guys don't know this, but we were here for another hour and we were just talking about life experiences, st personal stuff that obviously some of the stuff we don't want to talk about, but it's a, that personal journey of growth yeah, and that yeah, personal yeah, yeah. journey of when you have something that happens to you and I that's um, 
when you have an episode that's that serious that you may lose your life, mm. you then come out of the other side and then you start to think about what you want to achieve and where yeah. you are. Yeah. And yeah. that's what we were talking about. So that was when you decided, right, I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to make this happen. Yeah, 100%. I, I just remember the fire in the belly, like never before. I remember when I done that first mix with Decoy, that, that D&B Volume 1, and we put that first car bars out on there. That was like the match. That was like, it was from there on, everything just blew up. I remember like the second car bars... Uh, that we did, it was me and Fearless that did it. And it just, it proper, proper, proper blew up. Like the following one, we had Shabra on there. And then we got Maddie V. Maddie V turned up on the scene. You know what I mean? Like, big up Maddie V. Uh, so just, you kind of brought her in and, and, and helped her yeah, man. And, and mentored her because I've seen her online and there is something about her that that's kind of like, it, it, it's just different. Yeah. But she's got bars and she can man, speak. She, she, do you know what? When Maddie first come on the scene... Big up Maddie V. We want to get you on the show, Maddie V. Maybe you can come back on with Bellyman or you can come back on and talk about your your journey. But yeah, and, and especially in a man's world, it's it's not yeah. that it's It's hard. It, do you know what I'm saying? She took a lot of stick to start with, man. Like, I see something in her from her early, early age. I see her. I was like, this girl's got something different on her. Like, you know, she's spitting. She's got good rhyme. She's using certain words. You know, it's, there was something about her. And, uh, you know, at first I see she was getting a bit of stick. And then I got her in the car. And then, you know, it just all changed. From that minute, I remember the, the car bars come out. And it was just, you know, she's there back to back with belly, man. She's smashing it up. She's got bars, this girl, you know. She just come like, out of nowhere, she just become an overnight sensation. You know what I mean? Like Brilliant. People just really took to her. And it, it just went from height to height with her. Like, Maddie smashes it. Like, you know, she's out there doing that thing and that. But yeah, again, like the, the car bars went from strength to strength. And I remember then... We did the cipher. I remember putting together this cipher where it was loads of heads, you know, all the, for me, it was probably the best up and coming at that time. I was watching the scene hard. And I was like, right, I want you, 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 you know. Can you name check them or? Yeah, yeah, I can name a few of them. We had one of the most famous that's come out of it is Degs. So big up Degs. You know, big salute to Diggs. Diggs has smashed it, man. You know what I Definitely, mean? And, yeah. and he's one of the guys, he's the most humble guy. Like, I got nothing but love for Diggs, man. So big, big, big respect to Diggs. Uh, Maddie was in it. He had AC in it. There was, man, the, the whole thing, I look at it, he had Wiser in there. Daz, man. Uh, who else did we have in there? Uh, Lady MC. It was a big, it was a big look. But i got to say a big shout as well, because like you yourself being a gatekeeper, and Mickey's done the same. I've done the same. There's a few people in the scene that have really brought people through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think that's really important to mm -hmm. have another generation. And we were talking off camera last week about quality control. Yeah. And about also not necessarily quality control, but giving DJs and MCs a starting point. 100%. Because there 100%. doesn't seem to be any type of um, help or any type of um, uh, 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 filter where they they don't know what they're doing or they do know what they're doing. And at least if they just knew the basics and then they, well, they go on to develop themselves. And that's what we were talking about. Yeah. Doing some workshops, doing some charity stuff. Uh, we're going to have some meetings to see how we can go forward. And also, which was very passionate of what you did with, was, was dropping the knife crime yeah. on what was going yeah. on. Yeah. So that was another thing. But let, let's talk more about the, the, 
the, the car bars, did it kind of take you by surprise? Because I think the first time you said you was waiting for your mum and she was go, going shopping. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, he was exactly. like, boy, let me just do this quick little thing now. And and is that like, that was kind of the blueprint. Yeah, well, do you know what? The, the actual cipher, putting that together, having that sort of idea and putting it, it, it blew up. I remember Shot coming up to me and we was doing one gig one night. He's, he's like, bruv, that was a fucking, that was an idea what you done there, bruv. That smashed it, bruv. He was gassed. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna approach him. Let's, let's do a car bars, me and him. You know what I mean? He's on it and he loved it. You know what I mean? Me and Shot, we ended up smashing up. I think we got the biggest hits uh, for our car bars and about, like you said last time, about 1.5 mil on there. And there's been a few heads along the way that's, you know, took note and been like, right, this is something here. But, a lot of people see the positives of it because, you know, you see what goes up online and all that. But there was one sort of fatal mistake that I made as an MC and I'd advise any other MC out there to take this on board, what I'm saying, and be very careful in the future. Because as I was blowing up, I remember like it was like late, I think 2016, coming into 2017. Like at that stage, I remember putting a status up in, in January 2017. For the whole year, I was already booked up. I had bookings for Christmas, you know, the whole thing, about 150 bookings, but I'm looking, I'm so busy at this thing. And the next thing, like, uh, I take this choice. I'm so up in it, in the mix, A to B to a Random concept come to me and they're like, yeah, belly man, we want you to do this MC competition. I'm like, you know what, MC competition? Yeah, man, I, you know, I've got bail off for these heads. I'm trying to bring the next up and comers through. You know, I'm doing what I can, get everybody involved and blah. You know, at this stage, right before this MC competition, I didn't, like, you see me in pictures and I'm like this, I'm like, you know what I mean? I've got this big smile, I've got, you know, before this competition, I'm a happy guy, right? And Next thing, the, the competition starts up, escalating, it goes on. Now, there's supposed to be three judges, there's supposed to be, but in the end, it's all left to me, right? And this MC competition, at the start of it, all these heads, yeah, big up belly, man, putting up the videos, well, 150, 160 MCs entering the thing. I've got to knock 150 of these out. The next thing I'm left with me, belly, man, there's 150 MCs that think I'm a dickhead. Yeah? Ah, yeah, we need these. Beforehand, you know what I mean? They're making themselves down to the final 10. So now I'm left with 10 heads out of this. This guy into this MC competition is thinking, oh, yeah, belly's cool. Blah, blah, blah. 150 heads that's there, like, you know what I mean? Belly, like. And I'm like, now I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm like, hold on, I've never really felt like this because I carry myself in a good way. I'm good with people. I'm good. But I'm feeling the animosity from certain people and how they're rocking and, bro. Anyway, it comes down to the last 10 and I'm on stage and I remember it, there's supposed to be a panel of three. And I'll never forget it, I was all left to myself, man. And it was like, you know what, I'll do this, I'll hold this on, I'm gonna have the crowd answer who's winning, doing what. There's still a video, still of it on my page and all that. Competition comes through, I handle it, I deal with it. But the backlash following that, going into the next year, into the, amongst the scene, amongst them MCs, them up and coming heads that, oh, Benny man thinks I'm shit. But uh, it was one of the worst things I've ever done. And if there's a regret, it's that. You know what I mean? I always think to myself, that was a thing there, do you know, I only tried to help, but sometimes your help 
it can turn back and backfire. It's a lesson, isn't it? Do you know what? That's what I'm trying to say to them, yeah, man, out there. Yeah, it's a lesson. You're trying to avoid let, that. Yeah, lesson, let, let yeah. somebody else, not another MC in the game, or yeah. do, do you understand? No, I mean, at the end of the day, listen, uh, and let's be real. Anybody that sees something good, yeah, whether it be a, a show or whatever, man's going to try and jump on it. And they're gonna try and take that away. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, and there's always gonna be some nitty gritty because yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. how people are. I mean, when I when I was doing my radio, um, I was blessed that. Um, that that I had people who had my back because there was a lot of people that was trying to do yeah, what I yeah, was yeah, trying yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just like, you know what? I think it's like you. If you put it down to experience, and then you're gonna see that because sometimes. You, you can't accommodate anybody, but you're also thinking in your head, well, this is a bigger platform. This is a good platform for me to be on. Yeah, yeah. But then when you didn't get the support, I was like, hang on, hang on a minute. This is a one-man show. I might as well have done this Mate, myself. listen, I'm not going to sit here and badmouth anybody. I'll just tell the story how it is. Yeah. It is what it is. It makes no difference. My advice is, like I said, just learn from my lessons there. You know what I mean? Just see what I'm saying. But And for any up-and-coming MCs that are coming through the system now, what, what would your advice be if they, if they, if they started to... Um, to, to, to want to be an MC or wanted to be like you or GQ or, or Skibba or Shabba uh, or, or any of the top guys, what, what, what would your advice to them be well, how to start out? What the first thing I would say would be you have to watch what you put on the internet. Yeah, because the internet is a big part of how people perceive you, you know, and there's also as well the fact of you put something on the internet today, are you going to look back at that in a few years time and think, oh my, you know, what, I mean? what was I doing there? And blah. Do you get what I'm saying? And people have got a lot to say. So just kind of be careful about what you're putting on the internet. People, there's a lot of people out there are really busy. I was, I'm a victim of it myself. I'm, you know, I can't say nothing. I used to do the same thing. I've learned from my own mistakes. And that's the less thing. Less is more. Less is more. Less is more. And I think that's the key. And it's about staying in your own lane, you know, and you're always, you know, the, the best places you can learn is from your own experiences. You know, that's what you got to do. You got to just stay in your own lane, focus on yourself. Never watch what another man who you think you're better than or you think you're doing more than is getting because you wind yourself up. That's, that seems to be what happens a lot of the time. And like, uh, it's happened with me, I will not again name names, but so many times they're on it and they're going to the promoters and that, yo, 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 I can't believe man's getting looked after. I can't believe I've been doing this, I've been doing it. Do you know what I mean? There's all this. So just, any advice is just master your art, stay in your own lane, do your own thing, you know, and stay focused, man, because it's, it's, it's a tough game out there. It's a tough it's game. Not it's not easy. easy. No, no. Blimey, when I think about how many records I've been playing and how many people have dropped off. And, but for me, it's longevity. And also, I love what I do. Do you know what I mean? But I've always been on an island and by myself. And that's how you kind of got to be. You've got to be. And it's, if it's not for people like doing their thing for the good, then the scene wouldn't survive. So there's there's really good players. I have to big up like innovation. I remember innovation, I got the call one day and I'm sitting there, it's like phones popping off. Yo, Belly, yeah, we saying mate, yeah, yeah, this is in our bro, but we were looking at what you're doing. We really like what you're about. We like your positive vibe. We like your style, blah, blah. We think it's your time, bruv. And I was like, huh? 
Hold up a sec. Hold up a minute. Hold it. This is me. Like this is my time. Bruv, listen, we like what you're doing. You know what I mean? When it's your time, it's your time, bruv. And big up Lloyd, big up Tony, man. Big up Moddy, big up the boys behind the scene there with that because... Yeah, big up Modified Motion, yeah. unsung hero. He's, uh, Trust me, man. Yeah, I like Moddy. Yeah, and you know what? They they keep it on the down low, man. They don't really, like, keep themselves busy on the net. And you know, like what we're saying? Just... Yeah, no, they're man they're behind the scenes. Uh, yeah, uh, and yeah, he's yeah, a computer yeah. tech wizard, isn't he? Apple's his team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah, phoned yeah, him yeah. a few times when I've had a few problems. <laughs> and he's like, try this, that, and the other. And five minutes later, you're up and running again. He's like a, he's like an encyclopedia for tunes. You know how yeah, like we yeah. was up for vinyl and you know, every single, he's like the encyclopedia. I said, you know that tune has got that beep, beep, beep. And he's there, he's like the name, the whole thing. He's like, there, yeah, I've got this. Yeah. Big it up, yeah. And then he's got a brother as well, isn't he? Yeah, it's Wesley J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to yeah. smash it in the garage, you know. That's right. Yeah, there was two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember they wow. used to come down the shop like um, when I was doing it down the dirty fat beats so the garage, you know. I used to smash it at the time, Wesley J. But yeah, man. Like I said, it's about them heads, and that's uh, going back into big ups there. I have to big up Ash Attack as well because. Ash Attack's done a lot for the scene, you know, bruv. You know this, you know Ash, yeah? Ash Attack brought skibber fruit. It was, it was skibbity, you know, again, I'll let people tell their own stories, but he's a guy that's brought in a lot of people. If it wasn't for Ash Attack, I wouldn't have known Paul Ibiza. Paul Ibiza wouldn't be booking me for what I would have called my home ground, which was down at fire, down at the light box. Um, which ended up something for me very special, which was Jungle Splash. And it, it turned into something for me that is probably some of the best sets and best nights and memories of my life, that splash. And if it wasn't for Ash Attack, the connection there, I would never have got the link with Paul Ibiza and it would just never have happened. So big salute to Ash Attack, man. You know what, it goes as far back as saying, I think I even might have said this, that when I was at Tutorial Center, I got expelled when I was a youth. And he used to go to tour, and he was coming into the youngers, teaching them how to make music. So you know he's been doing his thing no, for a he, long time, actually. This brother, um, Ash Attack, wherever you are, uh, uh, I got Big mad love for Ash. And I, do you know when I met Ash? Go on. Nineteen eighty-eight. Right when I went to Rage. My man was in the back selling ice poles and selling tape packs. Right, Ash. Right? And, selling, um, and selling the memorabilia and records in there. Yeah. Because uh, I think he was working with a brother um, from the Leighton Stone shop where Randall and all them lot were from, uh, John Real to Real. And I remember going in there and seeing this Locks brother and thinking uh, he was one of the first Black Brothers that I'd seen in London raving at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I looked at him and I was like, yeah, and that's where we met. And he reminded me the other day of how long we've known each other. And then obviously we would go on to work at Black Market. Uh, and what, and also, you know, like the tunes that he brought in, uh, why, you know, one of his brethren's made that tune. That was an underground cult tune. Okay. So, so again, that was his connection with the shop. Yeah, yeah. And just like him, Clarky, everybody that was there, was on their A game. You know, Clarkie was over at Metalheads. He was, yeah, he was yeah, doing yeah. Blue Note. Ash Attack was playing. Um, what's that place on a Sunday that we used to play? Uh, you mentioned it. No, not Tony. Was George one. Kelly's Ting. Sunday nights. Not Herbal? No. Not Herbal. Before that, that, somebody's going to come in. Sunday night. Somebody's going to come in the feed and they're going to tell us. But as well, just as I mentioned Paul Ibiza, I have to big up Mad Ash as well. 
that was the other one as well because he was working with Paul. he was working with yeah, him so up, you know I got big hope for them out there man because yeah. them man there like I ain't joking like they had that venue every month ram I'm talking differently right yeah, now. You was, was down there. there. You was they down were there. They were queuing yeah, yeah, around yeah. the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I talking We've about? You was on the way down. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, what it was is it went from Paul used to like put me at the start. I was in the jungle arena, and he's like, mm, "Don't know, is the drum and bass head?" You know what Paul was like, and they're like, "Um, I want him in the drum and bass." So they basically started the drum and bass DMB smash thing to sort of get me involved. He knew it was working. He said, "Right, let's try the drum and bass in this arena in the light box." And when it happened, when they made the move over and pushed it into the light box, it was three, four years of every month of some of the best sets of my life. Like I say, that light box is hands down my favourite little venue. I love it. I love the the but sound, that, but the energy. That, that's that. Every man's got a stomping ground. That's it, right? That was my, that that was my your, playground. That, that is your it. that that like. It's funny because I was talking to Brett and Sting from Telepathy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, and I said to them, I was speaking to Brett on the way up here, and um. When I used to play at Telepathy Marshgate Lane, that yeah. was such a ghetto place. And and um, but you would go there and you would just draw tunes. And you and it's that same face that you yeah, got. That's like, what I was saying. It's my baby, man. That's what I said. You can't come well, in. Well, look, here. big up Mrs. Magoo, because me, Mrs. Magoo, Kesman, like we was going in there, uh, profile. Uh, the, the sets that we had going in there, my, the kids were just screaming that. I'm talking about it was energy and vibes like back in the day. Yeah. And it was the only rave. Like you got to think, like I said, 2000, we go back to 2016, 17. We're up and down the country. We're playing gig to gig to gig. There. And I'm just thinking to myself, I can't wait to play at Smash come Friday night. Or, do you know what I mean? Come Friday, we're in there and it goes off. There's nothing like... I know we do this and it's a graft and it's about money. We have to pay the bills and the rest of it. But in them moments when you're in them, it's not about anything else, but that vibe, that energy, that- And the art form. The yeah. art form. Yeah. And you know, it's just yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. It's just good vibes, good feel. I remember even being in there and I'll be saying to everybody in there, we're making memories now. I'm thinking of them like me, you know, previous back in Labyrinth, sitting the energy rushing up, you know what I mean? Giving it to someone, I'm thinking, nah, this is it. We're making the memories, man. And it's nice to just be a part of the whole thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to have, nice to have those, those little things, residency. I've been blessed, bro. I was at Lasertrome, I was at Paradise. I was at Orange, I was, I was at Hippodrome. I was everywhere. And I was an out of town. When did you, did you play for Labyrinth? I played for Labyrinth a few times. Cause somebody put on a post yesterday, somebody, what that, uh, when I put the doors up, there was like, I've got a VHS footage here of Nicky Black Market playing 1992. And then it resonated with me. I was like, you know what? I know I was saying we'd sit down, go up to the shop and, you know, get the flyers. And I'm but I'm thinking, he's been playing, yourself's been playing longer than I've been allowed to go raving. Yeah. Never mind being an artist. Do you know um, what I mean? Uh, we, I we, was 12 years old and man's playing New Year's Eve. Hey, well, that already, like I said to you, in 1992, by the time you fast forward to 1994, that was classed as old school. Mm. And 88, 89, yeah, things were different. Time moved in a different way, but well, I don't know, it's a silly thing to say, but it did. Yeah. And it seems like every two or four years, there would be such a huge change. I mean, this is the thing in my book, a couple of people have said, and I wanted to document that. Do you know what I mean, Tommy? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, if you yeah, don't yeah, document things and talk about the they people that helped about, you, yeah, yeah, of then, course. then, then, then when I'm old and grey and like, 
I'm middle-aged and white right now with my white beard, but when I'm really old and grey and you sit down and at least you've got a reference to go back to and it's a timeline. Yeah. Bridget, I've been on the deck since I was 14. I've been in clubs since I was 16. I was already playing with Carl Cox in the 80s, soul, rare groove and jazz going into house. See, that's good, that's good. That's so good. when it now flipped to 88, 89... I, I think Carl was on some Radio One thing, and he was like, "Yeah, I, I, I've known Ray since the eighties. Like, I, I, I was, I was." That's uh, legacy. That's good. Do you man. see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, 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 so yeah. now, when it changes, and it, and eighty eight, eighty nine, I was warming up for Paul Trouble Anderson, uh, Eva Lady Richards, Mister C, and all of these guys were playing, and I, we were right in the middle of the house thing. I mean, check this out. In a couple of weeks' time, I'm playing for Clockwork Orange at Printworks. Yeah, yeah, go on. They phoned me and they said, and look, I'm buzzing. I've got goosebumps <laughs> now because I'm thinking, listen. Bridget. But that shows you that's the love for it. But yeah, that's because what I'm they saying. used to that's listen the when, they, when they used to play a tune in the warehouse days. Them they used to clap from the back to the front. Yeah. Do you remember that? Like madness when they used to clap and and, you, and that exhilarating feeling when you're playing that music and they're saluting you. That was before the rewind. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I was uh, going to say that was before my time. I don't well, well, the before, and then when I was saying to you when I was talking to Brett, that feeling of um, I think me and Nikki we did. Um, for Trouble on Vinyl, we did a, a thing at the end. And let me tell you something. We played a two-hour set. Every single tune we drew on each other, the place was like a jigsaw puzzle. You had to wheel it up. It was, you know, like, it was Nick Wood, two and out of the air. God, everyone was going crazy and people were literally just going nuts. And that, that's, I, I suppose that's something that's built in us that I'm trying to get back to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. we've got the youngers, we've got the that's elders it. and everybody's raving and you can go right across a multi-genre uh, of jungle drummer bass. So everybody's enjoying that. And that's why I did the blueprint thing and, and I've got with the likes of Dexterous and Nookie playing and then you've got Japper and Luke yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. So you're bringing the old and the new and everybody's mm. being getting like a picture of the whole thing rather than just one like and right and curate the set. Bro. Yeah, yeah, you know I, I, get mean? You, I get you. Rather, rather than just have one thing and mm. done. You know what I mean? And I think that's that's really important. If you've just joined us, this is the blueprint. This is part two. Betty <laughs> 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 man, Frankie. It feels like we didn't leave that conversation. Yeah, I know. I know. Is that we're still here? <laughs> we just got different clothes, and we definitely had a wash, and uh, we're back here again. So yeah, let, let's let's go there. So so obviously that. That lesson that you were talking about, you have the ups and downs of of, of emceeing. Um, let's not forget as well. You you was a DJ for a little while as well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so so that's that's good as well because you can read the music 100%. and write the music. Yeah, 100%. And, and, and give the music breath. It definitely helped me. It definitely helped me that right along the way. And I just you know it's funny. I remember trying to remember the last time I was here, the first uh, station I emceed on. Uh, as Belly Man, I remember it there. It was Gridlock. It was a it was a radio called Gridlock. It was just like saying some building site. They had some fridge in there. So big up the crew that was running Gridlock. Um, and then as well, did you know there was another station that helped me along the way, which was Drum and Bass Worldwide. You know Rips. 
Yes. Rips. I have to big up Rips as well. I'm playing for Rips. Rips, Rips has, yeah. Rips has got a new dance called Informal. Oh, no, it's not new. That was back in the day. Right. He used to book me to that Informal. So he's revamped that now. Yeah, he's revamped that. And me and Nikki are playing. We're playing uh, the Sunday of the Valentine's. That's it. You always done the Valentine's. Yeah, you know so what? We're Valentine's playing, I'm a playing the Sunday for him in London. Bro, so Valentine's. We got Rips. Yeah, we yeah, got yeah, Rips, yeah. man. Well, what, what was it called? What? Drum and Bass Worldwide. That's right. That That's was the one, one of the yeah. earliest stations. Do you know what? Internet stations. Yeah, man. A few people passed through Drum and Bass Worldwide, man. There was a few links I made down there. I think X was passed through there at one stage. You had Stars and D's, our kid. I met a good few heads down there. Big up Method, uh, DJ Raven. Uh, there was, yeah, man. There was a little time he, period He's there. also SMF on, uh, uh, um, you know that tune, Won't You Help Me? Uh, old, old school tune. Yeah. That's him. So no, I remember him telling me some little stories, on, on actually. Final, yeah, I know. Rich, yeah, right, he, yeah, he made some... Bro, he made one of the tunes. by another name time. as well, even something else. You're saying, SML. I think there was something else as well. He's been in the game a long yeah. while still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's doing yeah. some stuff with Marley Mole, my brethren. And... Um, yeah, me and Nikki. There's a few of us playing. So informal, that yeah. That's jokes because that's I remember that like going back 2007, Valentine's and getting booked that little white fly. Just just as you said it, I just see the little love heart he had on there and all that. These little things stick to me, isn't it? So that's what I mean. I have to big up them people because they were booking me like before the main heads were out there looking at it. You know, they were giving me the little breaks on the station, pushing the station and all that. And um, yeah, he was in there from early, man. So big up, big up, Rips. Uh, and, you know, even fast forwarding on to today, the heads like, I have to big up the heads that's done shit through lockdown because a lot of people sat down and put their feet up during lockdown, you know what I mean? And for drum and bass and for ourselves and that, it was a hard place to deal. There was a lot of man out there thinking, what's happening? I had loads of people on the phone. Yeah, man, is this going to come back? In the end, it's like, I don't even want to pick up the phone. We're all getting depressed now. But... Big up people like Scotty Rakes from Stacked Out Entertainment. He kept me in work during the whole of lockdown there. We took the Bellyman show from Origin and moved it to Bristol. So we've gone from London to Bristol. And you know what? It was it was a brilliant thing to do, man, because they're good people up there throughout the whole time, just like here, man. You know, I look after you, I always take care, always respectful. And the thing is, we've built up such a platform there that now it's something for the youngers to aspire to be on, to play on, you know? I think I, Bristol, even like with the lights of like Randall moving up there and certain men moving up there from back in the day, it's a very creative place. It is, 100%. And there's lots of parties oh, going on. I've got big up <clears throat> uh, Aries and Born on Road uh, and also... Um, uh, Bish, you know all them man. Bish, he does my t he done my tattoos. Okay, like okay. he's a tattoo artist, and there's quite Bish a few other well. DJs. Selector J man, um, and and then there's quite a few internet stations based up there as well. There's Run Tings Radio. Yeah, yeah, you got the Goat uh, Shed as yeah, well. Yeah, the Goat Shed. There. I played for them as well. So all of them, and everyone's friendly. They don't mind if you go and play for that's whoever. It, that's it. They're sharing everybody because it's for the good of the cause. Hundred percent, and that's why I say you got to big them people up because. A lot of them man put their hand in their pocket. They put themselves out there. You know, they've tried a thing and, and they've done things right, man. So you got to, you know, really give it to the people in lockdown that's tried and supported the scene, man. Is that, I mean, for you and I, it was just a natural thing to just yeah. go, okay, nothing's really going in on road. Let's go on radio. Let's yeah. do what we do best. Yeah. And let's keep the momentum. And that helped a lot of people uh, to, to take their their mind off of what was going on because really literally there was nothing going on 
Well, mate, come New Year's Eve, it would have been the first New Year's doing nothing and that, but we had, you know, we had the party up there, we'd done the show, we'd done... It, it was one of them things where if it wasn't there looking over the last couple of years, uh, I would have been a little bit more lost. You know, one of them ones, it's like, so I have to big up, man, like, for doing that. And I think there's a lot of people out there who probably was a little bit lost who didn't get that. And the good thing is now that we're trying to build this platform. And as I have from originally bringing it from Life FM to getting guests on the show, you know, it was only a two-hour show back then, then pushing it to four hours when we got to Origin. Now we push it up to six hours. So we're getting as many up-and-coming artists as we can who we think are smashing it at the moment to come in, get involved and shine and showcase themselves. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's really nice to be able to do that because I remember there was one point, going back to what you said earlier on, that I was looking up at that stage and I remember looking at the stage and I'm thinking, how do I get there? How do I do this? Oh, sorry, how do I do this? Yeah? Like, what do I do to get on that stage? And it was like, there was no answers. There's no college for it. There's no university. There's, it's like... I don't really know that many heads involved to sort of get involved in this. What do I do? And that's what I thought to myself. I thought, you know what? There's going to be a lot of lost talent out there. And if I can build a platform for them to showcase themselves and get themselves out there, and that this is going to be the thing. This is where they're going to want to be. And that's what it's turned into. Love me or hate me, the show itself has become its own entity. Yeah. So for the youngest, for people, you know, of ourselves, whoever it is that comes on the show, it's always a good show, always a good vibe. It's built up its own cred. And I'm proud of it. Like the Benny Man show stands its own self now, you know? So How many shows have you done there? I reckon you add it up. Uh, at one stage in 2015, we was doing it every week. So you think there was 52 shows that year. You know, go say the same for the following year. We've got done close to, I don't know, 400, 500 shows, I'd say. You know, now it's gone to a monthly show. So we've done 12 last year when we've done it up in Bristol. Um, same thing now. We're just going to just keep doing it monthly and that. But again, it's something for the youngest to aspire to be on. And, and I'm... But yeah, man, I'm happy Proud with that. I think yeah. that's, that's something that important that you picked up on is opening the, the doors. Because I remember working, well, I remember when I went into a record shop mm. and you must know this feeling because you've worked in a record shop and you can spot that brother that's coming in that wants to spend his money but maybe looks a little bit intimidated yeah, or, yeah. or a little bit scared or, or whatever. So yeah, you yeah, make yeah. him feel comfortable. And I remember one brother... At the time, he was a big DJ, and they, he wouldn't give me no chance, man. Like, he would never, like, sort me out. But he's bredging, like, Anthony. Listen, he used to roll with MCMC. Anthony used to look after me, and he used to give me the chance. And when I first started in the record shop, I always vowed I would always do my best to give everybody everything. Yes. Do you and see you what did. I'm saying? You did. You, you did. know, like I didn't care what colour creed or where you were from. And some people say, oh, they were intimidated by us, but maybe that's because we were we were walking alone in London and it was a tough area to be, and you carried yourself a certain mm. way. Mm. Um, and you had to be that a certain way to survive. Yeah. And if you're an if you're a townie and out of towner and you're coming into the smoke, then the vibe is different. Mm. Um, but we wanted to make people feel comfortable, we wanted to give them the best things. I wanted you to walk out of that shop. Listen, I had clients that people go, right, I've got a one-er on me, bruv, serve me up. So I would pick everything and whatever they didn't like, they would bring back next week and that might be maybe two or three records. Mm. Sometimes it wouldn't be any. They'd be like, Ray, that selection last week was banging. Thank you. Because they trusted you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And yeah, Clarkie yeah. did that, I did that. You Ms. had to Pink build the trust because if you've done them bad, they ain't coming back and trusting exactly. you again. Exactly. So that and, and, and that was... Um, 
and that was part of dub plate culture. That was part of record collection culture. You know that you probably went, when you had the shop, your regular five, 10, 20 men, right? Billy, don't forget to sort that bag yeah, out for yeah, me, you yeah, know, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. they would come in yeah, the shop. Yeah, you had your certain few heads. Exactly, yeah. and you look after that. And yeah. that's how we were able to push the next generation through. You know, when I was, when the new cats really around the music type, music house time was Kane, Mampy Swift. Well, this was be around the time that you were coming through, um, but they were the new kids on the blocks. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, they yeah. were they were making moves. Yeah. You know, when Mampy done the one, it was like my man's arrived. Yeah, yeah, and when yeah, we yeah, played yeah, at yeah, the yeah, end, yeah. that tune got twisted. Uh, <laughs> I do a mix with Dark Soldier with that, and everyone had their little mixes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and their yeah, little, yeah, yeah. Their little double drops, and 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 that was that was one of them. So. We come out of the the, the the DJ competition and you're kind of picking yourself back off the floor because you wasn't feeling great about what had happened. Tell us a little bit of how you overcame that. Do you know what? It's just, it was one of them things. It's sort of like, um, it was just, you had to get on with it. You had to deal with it. It was, you know, what can you do about it now? It's done. You know, you can't make them people feel any different. The only thing you can do is move on, get on with your thing, let people do their thing and you just do your thing. It's, it's one of them moments, isn't it? There's not really a lot you can do about it. But the work is what burns people as well. Like those along the way, I remember working with a few people and you'd be all close pally pally with you and you'd start getting a lot of work and a lot more work coming and it would start burning these other people. It's like, what's he doing getting all this work? And I was like, over here, blah, blah, blah. And you know, you start seeing a little bit of this animosity and jealousy with people. And it's like, you look at these people and think, you're supposed to be my brethren, Zach. you're supposed to be my friends. Do you know what I mean? And then sort of things that get the better of you. But in the end, as time goes on, you start to develop, hold on. It's natural human instincts with certain people. You just got to let these people do their thing, do what they're doing. And like I said to you at the start, stay focused on yourself. It's a, it's, it's a, I don't, I don't think people realize sometimes uh, you're on your ones a lot. Yeah. And, and you yeah. can't let anybody know your, your A game because by the time you told them, they've already done it. Done you it. come out your yard and yeah. it's done. And you're like, hang on. I've really? had to learn the hard way that way, same. Yeah, I've had Bridget. to learn the hard it's, way. But man. a couple of my close bridgings, almost to the point of where they've grabbed me and nearly slapped me in the face and told me, you need to shut up. Yeah. You need to yeah. get on with your... That's but they're, too they're, much talking. They're, they're, yeah. they're, your, people, you they're your people that ain't the yes men. Yeah, I know. They're your people know. that are in the, the corner. And, yep. and also, they're your people that, if you're distracted... Yeah, 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 yeah. Brother, yeah. what are you doing? Hold Come round to boy. my fucking house. I'm yeah. going to talk to you. <laughs> There's a few of them still. So what yeah. I'm saying to you is I've got a handful of men and a few women that are my, almost like my counsel. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and also, like, they'll tell me straight, you should be doing, you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. And this is, and, and you've got a responsibility. Do you know what I mean? And even sometimes they'll be like, like something happened a little while ago and they'll be like, well, that was about time that that happened, didn't it? Mm. And then you go, oh yeah, yeah cool. Because, yeah. and a, another one of my brethren said to me, because we're always on our grind, we don't know when, we, there's no turn off, turn off exactly. tap. Exactly. It's 24 seven, yep. seven days a week, 52 weeks of the year that we are concentrating on what's next, what's happening, what, what are we going to do tomorrow? Mm. What's happening for this, this, that? And that's, 
because you're creating and making your own content. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have to rely on anyone else. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny because there's, uh, I'll tell you a little story. So I remember when the live streaming first started coming about and uh, and we got the Belly Man show live stream, we got the sound good and we're trying to get it all looking the part, the rigs. And I remember it, it was, I think it was a Monday, I think, uh, what was it, 10 to 12 or something like that. That was when I started doing it down there on live. I would get the guests down, and what ended up happening, it started interfering with TQ, Rough Tempo's guest show. Now, he didn't like it, right? This show starts popping off, and I'm, who we got? I think it's the GTA girls. We're using the GTA girls, the shows are down there, they're smashing it, they're doing their thing, they're coming from, and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, There's big, up Bex, big up Vicky, yeah. we love them. You know you that, know big up what? the girls. And, and next thing he's like, right, Anyone goes and plays for the Belly Man show, anyone goes down the Belly Man show, that's it, you're off here, or something along them lines. Talks like he's not having it, you know what I mean? It's knocking numbers off our thing, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, me and Tart, we've got on the phone and we're talking on the phone and we've reasoned on the phone and he's like, look, Belly Man, he said, I like you, I respect you, what you're doing and all that. And thank you. I said, look, I'll tell you what we're going to do, Tart. Right? At the end of the day, I've got my other show that's on Origin, it's on the Thursday, the same as you doing your two shows and all that now. I don't want to fall out of you. I don't want to be disrupting your thing. Now, I'm going to put all my energy into this. We work together. I said, and we can do better things. Shook hands on the end of it, you know what I mean? And, and Tark is a good friend of mine now. He's one of them people. And at that time, they really done well because I remember with the, the subs and all that and the girls, it was like they got a little bring-in, you know what I mean? All right, we're going to look after you doing your thing now. And I felt good about it. It was like, you know, the girls are going down and they got their show, like, you know, it's a little sidey one. And I thought, yeah, sweet, man. And they started doing their thing. I used to, I remember back then as well, like, I used to get a bit of hassle for that, like having the girls on the show. Oh, yeah, they're this and that. But I used to think to myself, like, uh, how narrow-minded are some people? Do you know what I mean? Like, girls... Yeah, but you break down doors, brother, and you yeah, build, yeah, you don't yeah. tear down. Exactly, And I think bro. people don't, sometimes don't like change. Yeah, they don't. But, but oh, we're, right. again, we're the gatekeepers, and we bring the new lot in. Listen, this thing is is mm. is not going to stay stagnant. It's going to change. It's going to, And it's going to keep evolving and changing. It is, as we're talking. It's yeah. doing it right now. Yeah, 100%. I mean, who would be thinking that... We're coming not like daytime TV to Ross and we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking and we're talking and there's more talking. If you've just joined us, this is the Blueprint Show. This is part two of the Bellyman interview because the last time we were on air, we were on air for an hour and a half and then I was like, oh, we need to play some music now. And it was like, really? Shall we? And we kind of did. And we, but. Then last week, Belly rang me and was like, Ray, we need to do a part two because I still got things to say. Yeah, man. So, and and let's go. So you've got the monthly and how many shows have you done now of the car bars? The car bars were the best. This, this kind of gets overlooked. Uh, I think, I think. Maybe because I just kind of look at numbers sometimes and I watch how things are. But one of the greatest achievements as far as I'm concerned, not the world or anyone watching, but one of the greatest achievements for car bars was international car bars. I ended up doing these car bars and getting a man in New Zealand, 12 different man, girl and all that, getting in the car, doing the car bars, bigging my name up in New Zealand, in Canada, big up belly man, in the car, doing everything, in USA, got Germany. Like I've got them all over the world talking my name for this car bars thing. And it's, it's unreal to that, to sort of deal with it, it's like, hold up a sec. 
people didn't know that drum and bass existed outside of London if you're from London. Do you know what I mean? You go back years ago and you've got yeah. your regular set of heads that's involved in it. Hold up a sec. Who's this guy in New Zealand? Who's this guy in Germany? Who's this? And he opened up channels and doors to people that it was like, it was something brand new, something fresh. And to be able to do that, I think is an achievement in itself. And that's something I'm really, really proud of. If it's like for the car bars thing itself to get people in different countries saying your name. So, do you, do, so they broadcast that on their own page? No, 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 that, no, it comes to me. Yeah, it's all on my channel. Yeah. And then basically you air them. But are yes. you in, but hold on a minute. Are you, do you go to these places? No, 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 no. So no, they no. do their, their, their part. I get them a mix. I'll send them a mix. So I'll get a DJ, I'll select a DJ and I'll say, look, this is what I want you to work with. Show me the MCs and that that you're talking about and let me see what they're all about. Get the MCs on there, they organize it. And you know, next thing I get back the video, goes up on the channel and then bosh, it's out there in the world, man. So it's coming like Christmas day for you because when you're opening that up, when I, that's such an inspiration for you. Do you know what? I'll tell you what, right? Every one of them brilliant. The American guys on the last one, I have to big up because they done this this one, uh, I think it was a Simplify it was called, they were doing. And the MCs on there, like big up Dre, big up Track. Like some of these guys, they're like, they are next level. And to be able to give them that opportunity because this is where it's at, the UK's, you know what I mean? This is this is the the, the home for it. And to be able to bring them and show them and showcase them, man, it's like, you know, it's wicked for them, but it's wicked for the people to be able to see this. Do you know what I mean? Like you, like I said, you've got your skimmers, you've got your ex, you've got us, you, you, the heads are there. But to see these other people across the pond and what they're about and to see how far drum and bass is gone, and it's, yeah, man, it's good. It feels good, right? That's amazing. I want to see some of these. Are there, are some of these are all on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So you you got your own YouTube channel. Yeah. What's next for car bars? What's what's what are you thinking? What's... Right. Okay. Okay. I'll give you a little exclusive on here. So, uh, saying about stacked out um, earlier on, but we got a couple projects, three projects we're doing this year, and I can't talk too much because it'll end up getting done. So <laughs> like I was just saying, yeah. <laughs> I can't say. Keep but your there's, cards but there's two, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's two car bars, and one of these car bars is the most time I've got in there. When are you doing a car bars with MC blah blah? I'm not going to say who it is, but it's an exciting one. I'm really excited about it. My boy's done a mix for it. Um, so yeah, that's coming out summer, and then we've got a special for Christmas. Uh, I won't say much about that, and then I've got two mixes coming out. Um, so, you know, there's, there's projects all on the line at the minute. I'm not doing loads with the car bars. As I said last time, I don't want to water it down. And I know how special, it's like my little baby. Do you know what I mean? It's one of them things where I just want it to be the bomb. Every time it comes out now, it's got to be special. Not just the regular car bars or, but it's got to be right. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at with that, perfecting that. And we're going to bring it to a different level this time. This is going to be the next series with, I know people say they like it, you know, plain, just me in the car, blah, blah, but we're taking it to a next level because of who we're doing this with. It's gotta be a bit of a movie. So the next one might only ever be one of these car bars, but it's gonna be a big look for car bars, man. And everybody that supports car bars and love car bars, this is, this is for them. And and can you? T uh, there's a couple of questions just on the technicality and just um, on organisation. So say for instance, Harry Shot, big up Harry Shot, wherever you are, or even Skibber or Shabba, big up them, man. Yeah, yeah. Before they come on in the car, do, do you kind? Is it all kind of freestyle? Freestyle. 
freestyle. That's what, when, when it started. So this is the whole concept. <clears throat> you put the thing on, you start, they start, and then it's just one after the other. That was it. That was it. So that no it. practice, no nothing. No Stone nothing. cold, Stone fresh cold. lyrics. All them ones that you see at the start, series one, were done in one take. Done. Wow. We just got in the car, sprayed the bars, played the tunes, about. and it was done. Yeah? Series two was different because where I was recording outside Origin and where I kept going, we kept getting noises. And we'd done a few episodes that had to be deleted. It was just, the noise was so bad in it. It was like, this is actually bad, bad. You know what I mean? I've got to do something about this. Like, what can I do? And I, it, it got quite annoying. And in the end, it had to go for studio quality mix over us doing it in the car, mm. which ended up wicked. Because now people can put it on their systems and play it. Whereas before, they're listening to it out of their phone. It's like, yeah, this sounds like, put it on the system. It's like, oh, turn that down. It's all crappy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we was giving them the full pleasure for the listening experience as well as the visual experience now as well. And how was that recorded in the car? Just off the phone, no mic? Yeah, no... just off the phone. Wow. There's no specialties with it now. You just straight off my phone, go home. Do you know what? I have to big up right now, Kilo, um, because Kilo is the man behind the editing on this. Like all the series free and, you know, he, he puts a lot of work in behind the scenes. So big up the man like Kilo. Uh, also as well, big up AC because AC was the one who edited uh, the, I think it was series two, you know, the ones we got for Harry Shotter and um, the Cyphers. And you know, so AC helped out a lot with the with the editing as well for that. So big up ACMC. Um, so yeah, man, like the car bars, it's going places and I'm sort of gassing to sort of say something. And I, do you know what I mean? I'm like- Yeah, tell us. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I can't, I can't, I can't say nothing because it's like, I'm, like we just said a little while ago, it's best to just show your results, isn't it? Yeah. Do, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah? No, listen. I'll tell you, one... it's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing because it keeps everyone on their toes. And I think, listen, when we, you, you and I, Cut from the same cloth bridging. We swim upstream. Yes. And we make moves. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We don't we're not copying. We're not no, stealing. No, 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 no. We're not whatever. And actually it's it's an an original move. And I think that's what's really important is to be creative with Hundred percent. And that and that creativity, hopefully spins off on other people and they go off and do yeah, their thing. Do yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? I yeah, see Pyro yeah. back now. Bigging up Pyro, you know, because I was on Pyro for a good few years before I went to Radar and I was doing Pyro. When I had problems, as you do with all types of stations, mainly because of just consistency. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, and, and that's, listen, that's no one's fault. That's life. Everything gets taken mm -hmm. over. So I would bounce from Origin to Pyro and then Pyro back to Origin and then I went to radar then i bounce back to uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. origin so they have been good to us mm. in filling those gaps sometimes and the foundations because that's what's helped us to give us the platform of, of what we're doing now do you know what i mean i, I you know as well like going back i was saying about uh random concept the mc competition and things like that i have to big up gary k as well because it's like me saying about the competition that it kind of the, the way I was explaining it earlier on is it was I was kind of thrown in the deep end with it no matter what way you look at it but I have to give him props Gary K as well because it was through Gary K we ended up doing the Shadow Demon car bars that was the sort of link for that we smashed it that just that there is a legendary car bars it's a freestyle we just get in the car like what you were saying start spitting bars it's so funny you know what bass is like you know what I mean it was um... let me tell you something about that brother <laughs> When I first, when I first started in this business, right, he was book. He's one of the original kings of the north, like SS. Right. And then I'm talking about we're going back to Manchester. Yeah. We're going back. He's a to ledge. 
Listen, absolutely. That, and 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 when he um, when I played in, I, I played in Manchester for him, right? And uh, they told me to come through and get my money. And I, I, I I'm not gonna lie, I was looking a little bit kind of weary about what was, you know, like yeah, yeah, who yeah, the yeah, people yeah. were. And this brother, and and do you know what? Last year we played at hospital, and he sat on the back of one of those, um, uh, you know, the buggy things. And yeah, I was yeah, with yeah. my daughter. And do you know what? I, I I said to him, you know what, big man? I said, oh, man's got bare love for you. You know that. And, he was, and I said, when I was a you, and I was coming through, and I was playing in the ghetto for yeah, yeah, you, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he went, boy, Ray, man, you're making me feel old now. And then I was like, <laughs> come on, because him, Long John, Trigger, you know, all of them men have been yeah, yeah. up there. Uh, you know Warren G with uh, with, with um, SS those uh, original original people Mama the Charm all them yeah them. and uh, what's yeah. The, uh, you know even like going to with Majika there's another brother that used to do um, the Eclipse and I can't remember his name now but he was one of the originals uh, from Birmingham and what I'm saying is these brothers here they were they were mirroring what was happening down in London and they were holding it because a lot of them dancers were empty until we yeah. started to come up and still we yeah, started yeah, to yeah, play yeah, yeah. and still they started to get the tunes and then it, it then it went off. Uh, uh, do you know what? I've got a big up Michael, big up bass man because... We love you bass yeah, man, you know wherever what? you are brother. <clears throat> People, whatever, he's one of the funniest guys hands down Funny. I've ever met in my life. <laughs> When we go away or we're in whatever country, hotels, it, I, I can't stop laughing. I end up with pains in my belly. The guy has got me rolling. So, you know, like, I have to big up bass, man. He's one of them guys. Um, and going back to Gary K there saying about that Shadow Demon car bars, um, you know, big up for the link on that as well there because that was legendary there. Uh, you know, and, he, and also as well, this is, this is why I don't like to say too much in an interview now. It's like, between me, Gary Kay, and Traumatic, we was organising a car bars to go together. And this is the only time this has ever happened. We've got the car bars all set up, everything's going ahead. And he lets us down. And, and he let us down again. I think it was about three times. And it was just like, yeah, like, oh, doing this and doing that. And it kind of was like, it was a bit of one of them things where it just left a little bit of a soury one, you know, like me and Gary trying to deal with it and it just got a bit annoying and a bit... So, you know, it's just one of them things, man. I got love for Gary, you know, like as well. It was one of them things that he was giving us a few bookings up that in Birmingham sides as well. So, you know, big up for Random another concept. long the way. Yeah, 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 they've been going yeah. a long time. I think I played yeah. for them a little while ago and... Um, I can't remember where it was, but I, oh, it was at a festival. Uh, where, where it, in the summer just gone, they were doing the festivals, and they'd come back and they were doing uh, doing some parties. And I played for Gary, and he was um, I can't remember where it was, but it was banging. Yeah, I know. He said, Do "You know what? There's a set as well. He put together. It's me, Nikki, and Traumatic. It was in um, what was the name of the venue? Some mad venue, Valve you're Sound bad, System. You're as bad as me. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> do you know what it is? It's because you, yeah, you don't <laughs> want to say the wrong one. Exactly. So you'd rather just forget the name of exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm up in Birmingham, and it's me, your mate, Nikki, uh, Valve System. Mate, this set just went off. Like, went off. And I think it was after that night there, we were supposed to go and do the car bars, what I'm talking about then, and Trons was too busy and whatever, whatever. But yeah, man, like, you know, like, oh, I wonder what that car bars would have ended up like, actually, me and Sean, mate. That would have actually went down quite well. <laughs> I'm thinking back of it now. That would have been a big Sometimes look. Sometimes it's about timing. 
And sometimes yeah. it's just about it's meant to be. It's not. Meant it's not to meant be. to be. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Who knows about the future? That's kind of the universe telling you you need to save that for another day. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. I mean? Exactly, exactly. If you've just joined us, we've only got about ten minutes or twelve minutes left because it's part two of of the Blueprint Show. <laughs> We're talking to Belly Man about. It goes too journey. quick when you're talking, isn't it? <laughs> goes too quick. I'm like, what? Look, it's, it's it's happened again because we've just been talking, but we played a little bit of music beforehand. I hope you're in enjoying the show we're just having a look at um people are still making loads and loads and loads of comments but we'll come back to that so now then you done you, you, you done the probably the biggest one like you said was harry shotter oh we had skibbity in there skibbity annihilated it like, i say biggest on numbers uh, pff, I love but I'm saying all the artists yeah, annihilated it but but where and then and, and like you're only doing like a few now on you want to make it memorable yeah amazing quality and then and then but you can't talk about who's coming next I can't because Wait, do, have we got an idea roughly? well do you know the thing is if I say it and it don't no, happen don't say it. no, no, no exactly. that's what I'm saying that's well, what I said it, when, when is it likely to be about June okay about June and then the Christmas one. So that's my plan so we come out with June uh, with a big one and then follow on Christmas with another biggie so that's that's where we're going with that one like you know fingers crossed for it now it all goes to plan and because the thing is about these car bars i always look at them as one of them things that you leave behind i, I see myself year after year getting older in it you know you see oh back then i look like this whatever. and it's like this is what we leave this is the, le le the legacy the legacy do you yeah. see what i'm saying yeah. so I don't want these just to be standard. I don't want it. I want these to show what we was hard hitting with at that time, how sick things were, you know, catching that moment. Because things evolve, don't they? They change, you know, everything changes. And it's like to just capture that moment with these great artists and have it locked, you know, for eternity, let's say. It's out there. It's on the World Wide Web. It's just nice to be able to do something like that. And, and even though now we're talking about, you know, the present time, the growth of what you've had and how you're going forward. What about Bellyman the artist? Bellyman's album? Bellyman's, what's next for Bellyman? I know you're helping your son. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's coming through. So yeah. he's finished his EP, which is yeah. coming. Yeah. Um, which we're going to showcase on this week's show, by the way. I'm going to play a couple of tracks. But okay. what's happening for you now? Where do you see yourself in the next six months? As we coming out of the, the endemic and we're making putting down our roots again, our foundations again, and yeah. picking up where we left off. Because it's not easy. It's, it's almost like everyone's thinking that it's back to the same. It's, it's not, it's quite. not, it's not. Because a lot of promoters are gone, a lot of clubs yeah, are gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's almost like we're revamping and, and, and being a little bit more cautious and a little bit more sure. And even when we go out, we're being more careful. 100%. You know I mean? Well, I'll tell you what, it's a funny one because the way things are right now for me is, is beautiful. It's perfect. A couple of bookings a weekend, going out, doing what I'm doing. Because go back to 2017, I'm on a mad rush. Like, it is non-stop. My feet can't touch the ground. I'm moving so fast, I'm not even thinking straight. And what ends up happening is I'm doing these gigs. I'm doing three, four gigs a night, what I'm up to. And I'm on stage, and you've got a little bop. Yeah, you've got your little thing. So underneath the bottom of my left foot, You've got the plantius, the, the, basically like the elastic that goes from your toes to the back of your heel. I've ended up ripping it clean in half. 
on stage, jumping about, you know, doing my little things and all that. So I've ripped it. 2017, 2018, coming out the, the whole way through that time period, I cannot let it heal because I'm going to work, I've got to come back, I've got to put food on the plate. I come out of the first gig and I, there's tears in my eyes and I'm holding onto my foot and my leg and I'm pulling over at the garage and I'm driving to the next gig. And I'm like, I have to get on two more stages now. Like, oh. And I get on and as soon as I go in, two minutes in, the adrenaline's running, I'm all right, I'm cool. Last tune comes in. My leg's gone, my leg's gone. I've got to go to this next gig. I remember coming out, it was me, Marv. Me, Marv was Kane and we'd, coming to this last gig and I'm outside the gig and I'm just, I'm looking at Marv and I'm like, oh, I can't do it. I can't, to get from here to inside that club, Birmingham again, funny enough, same thing, Birmingham, I'm coming out like, for me to get in from this car into there, my foot's gone, I can't deal with it. And I was, yeah, I was going through this thing in them years, people didn't know about it, it wasn't a thing I was making about, but uh, my leg was gone. And then in the time period in the lockdown, it gave it time to heal. And then as things started coming back, it's like now, and I, it's it's perfect. The last thing I want to be doing is going back into that. And that, because my eye oh, was so bad. So for the moment, I'm quite happy. I, I've, I'm engraved in, in certain things like bigger X-Man, I'm in next type, you know, I've got innovation with residents. I'm, I'm there, I'm, I'm part of it now. I'm doing what I have to be doing. I haven't got to go too hard. I've got my bread and butter up and down the country. I, I'm I'm there. So, uh, but recording album-wise, being an artist, um, it's something I've got to do. It's something I've got to do. Like you mentioned on there, I've been sort of working with my boy. I've been really trying to push him. Yeah, it's something for the future, but it's not something I'm currently working on. But yeah, definitely something I would like to do. Right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think so because sometimes I think. <clears throat> you have to have balance with everything. Mm. And as much as you're the gatekeeper and bringing people mm. in, sometimes you, you you can neglect what's happening with yourself and go, hang on a minute. Uh, well, all this is popping off and this is all good. Yeah. But what what do I want to do? Oh yeah, 100%. Do you know, and what, you know what I think about it as well? People got different levels of how they do things. It's like, I've been trying to make music myself in my own studio and with my pals and do what we, the drum and bass, the drum go for, for years, going back to 2000 when I first got my computer and you know, like for years, it's not easy. It's like writing lyrics. Like people just think, cause you're an MC and you spit a couple of good bars and blah, blah, blah. You're, you're sick at writing or whatever. I was expelled from school at 13, whatever age it was. And you know, I had to sort of relearn how to do everything myself and come out of it. So writing, learning, all that sort of thing there. It, it's not as simple probably if it is for somebody else who's doing it. So I, I'll work it in until I perfect what I'm doing. I won't let it go. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's like I say, it's just sometimes it's just a little bit harder for certain people to do certain things. Do you know what so, I mean? So as a lyricist, if you want to talk about something, is there something that you might see on the TV and go, I like the name of that. I'm going to spit some bars. Uh, 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 how, what is the inspiration behind? I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you why. Right. So it would be, something that I've seen like real life stories a lot of the time and I would see it and I'd observe what I've seen and then I kind of put it into writing, sometimes exaggerated, sometimes with some BS in it and so, you know what I mean? Just how you're working it. Sometimes you're talking proper stories, you know? So it just, sometimes it's double time bars that don't really mean too much and there's yeah. lots of different uh, things. Uh, 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 Carousel gave me his hip hop album and I listened to that in the car and it's 
banging, bro. Banging. Like, banging. Yeah, yeah, he sent like me a new album. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's bringing the new album to me because we were at a festival. He goes, Yo, Ray, you still got a CD player in that car? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was with my daughter yeah, yeah. at the same bass band thing. And then I put the, the tune in and I was like, this thing when he's talking about going on a job and then the guy hits him on the back of the head and everything about the story from start to finish just reminded me of old school hip hop. Well, you know what? It's funny because when it comes to writing, there's, there's a madness about it because if negative things happen in my life, I find it quite easier to write. There's like an anger. So I kind of write with the anger and the anger brings something out in me. And I watch back like clips and certain things and certain lyrics. I'm like, right, that's deep. You can see the emotion, you can see. And then you'll go to certain other lyrics and you'll try and write a little bit more positive and it don't work so good because of the emotions that go and you got to kind of work on it. So it's kind of weird. It's, it's, you really got to fine tune it with writing, man. You really well, like... Well, well, your, your best work, or, or I think my best work is probably when I've been at my lowest and or or I've had a lot of tragedy yeah, in my yeah. life, and then yeah. that's when that's when it it, it brings you back into the light. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're in the darkness yeah, now, yeah. and then and then and you've got several ways to go. Yeah. You can go drugs, you can go alcohol, or you can go. No, I'm going to beat this shit. I'm going to write this thing. I'm going to come out the other end, and that is going to be my my a legacy of a tune or a lyric that I'm going to write. Do you know what I mean? It's funny. It's funny actually because I just said there like about how hard it is to write and you know learn and things like that. Some of the best bars I've ever written and learn. I've been really quick, flawless within a couple of weeks. But again, it's been that emotion, it's been that anger, it's been the reason for them writing. Do, do, do you understand yeah, yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Course, so there's certain, you you can tap into certain things a lot easier than other things. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, when it comes to the writing, it's some things are easier than others. That's what I would say. That's good, that's good. With uh, If you've just joined us, you're long and you're late. You've missed the part two of The Belly Man and Ray Keith part two. This is the blueprint. Um, I was going to ask you something. Actually, I was going to say to you, I think the next time you come back, uh, maybe you should bring Maddie with you and then I should maybe get another guest DJ or maybe a couple of guest DJs and we play and then you guys just spit. Yeah, yeah, why not? Could we not, maybe we, we do that. that. Maybe we do that for maybe the, uh, the next bank holiday coming oh, up. Because well, we do something a little bit special. You bring maybe a couple of artists, Maddie. Yeah, man. I'll bring a couple of our guys. Just have a little jam. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. So, so, some, some guys and then we can just... Yeah, just show the place to pieces. Yeah, do a little blueprint special. I'm up for I that. think I think that'd be that'd be banging. Um I'm looking forward to we've got some work to do as well, which we which I'm not gonna say too much about. Yeah, yeah. So you've got the the car bars coming now, uh the the, the the special show in June. Where can we catch you in the next few weeks? Where are you gonna be? So what we've got, we've got next type coming up, we've got the Pontins uh thing going down. I think it's Bream Sand, or is it your point? It's Bream Sand for innovation. Um, that's going to be wicked, a little weekend that we got going down there. Also, as well, look forward to innovation in the sun. 
You know, that's always wicked. I wanted to ask you, what, what was the first place you played abroad? Oh, you know what? I'm so glad. You know what? I've been sitting, I pulled this phone out a couple times because I'm sitting here thinking, I'm forgetting something. You just smashed it, Ray. Come, Come on. on. <laughs> Do you know what? Extension on the show yeah, for extension. five minutes. I don't, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to big up Sebastian, yeah, all the Lifeline gang and that because Dreamland reached out to me first. It Where's Dreamland? In Germany. Okay. Bre Bremen. Oh, Bremen. Okay, cool. Aladdin. You know, right. the man. These guys, I have to big up my German crew because they love me over there. And I'd say I love them as much back. These people treat me so well over there. It's unbelievable. And it's like, they're such nice people, man. And and the waves go off over there, Ray. They prop up. I know. Give it I'll some, like, up. energy, Rob. It's like, Navigator, uh, we, we used to play in Mannheim at a place called MS Connections. And so I played in Berlin. I played in uh, Stuttgart. I played in Mannheim. I played in, oh, my God pretty much every single state that there is yeah, yeah, yeah. in Germany. But the vibes. The vibes. And, and this is it. Canada, mm -hmm. Germany, Bristol, Manchester, Ireland. Um, uh, where Poland. Huh? Poland. A few places in Poland. Um, but I would say those places <coughs> are the places that we played most at. Do you know what I mean? Like I was always going to Canada. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, always yeah. going to the States. Like Frost and Brian brought me in there. I played at Limelights. America was big for us. Oh, I really want to see this American. Yeah, uh, oh, mate, you have to watch that. Bridget, if anyone you need to send me the yeah, links. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send you to that. that because, yeah. uh, do you know what? It's, it's mad to say that again about when you see it in different countries. I remember when I was first book, uh, booked out in Czech Republic. I went over there and see that like, different countries have got different ways of raving, different energy. It's you go out there and you're just like amazed by it. You know yeah. what I mean? Again, Poland, love it out in Poland. Like I remember when I first got booked out there, I was thinking to myself, "What's this gonna be like out here? How's this gonna?" Man, again, wicked. Off the hook. I was the with hook. Fearless a couple of weeks ago in Germany, and we played in this massive warehouse. Saarbrücken. Was it Saarbrücken? For Saarbrücken, yeah, that's sorry. Saarbrücken. Uh, For the Jungle Kids. Well, I can't remember now. My memory's so shit. Them lot are wicked but, over but there. Them lot are wicked anyway. No, the guy was there. And I was like, look, bro, this is a long... Like a long way to come for, yeah, two, yeah, for an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, yeah. Bridget, I played for two hours. And he looked at me and went, you play for two hours? <laughs> <laughs> That's it to say. No more money. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. exactly. And I was like, big man, I play for two hours. Right? And he goes, oh. he went, oh, I think we could do this. <laughs> right? Straight away. So uh, actually, um, Dopamo was over there as well. So they moved everyone's set because I think Benny Page couldn't make it. So I was like, look, bro, I'll play his set. Yeah, we yeah, could split yeah, yeah. set. And then I said to the guy, I said, big man. I know you're saying old school. <laughs> Big, man. <laughs> Big man. I know you're saying old school, yeah? But can I can I just mix it up a bit? Yeah, yeah. And then his face went like this. I'm not sure about this. Because our our people, they know the old school. So I was like, and then Fearless went, look, man, we got the special sauce, bro. <laughs> Right? <laughs> we, got, we got the special sauce. I looked at Phyllis, I was like, special sauce? I said, yeah, that's right. We got the special sauce, bro. Yeah, Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So, Bridget, when I went in there, when so, I'm telling you for the first half hour, um, I shelled it with old school to get their, their, their energy. Even Phyllis looked at me as if to say, mate, you're taking a piss right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he knows he's played with me before. And then Bridget, when I switched, yeah, yeah. right? 
the whole place was, it was almost like, because don't forget, these poor guys have not danced for two years. Mm -hmm. So they, the energy in the dance was just amazing. Yeah. And, and that, that's something like, you've gone to Germany now and you've seen it pop off over here, but when you see it pop off in a different culture and in a different way, in a different mm -hmm. language, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's closer to your heart because exactly. they're embracing it. So Germany is, is a soft spot for you. Yeah, 100%. I love... Have you been to America, Canada yet? No, do you know, SS was trying to get me out. I think it was World world of Dance. He's thing that he does. World, world of Drum and Bass. World of Drum and Bass. World of Drum and Bass. He's like, oh, I've got you the tour out here, Benny man, coming up. Showed him the list. I said, bro, I can't. It's, you want to pay me for these bookings and I have to cancel all these bookings and upset all these men? <laughs> do you know what I mean? He's like, no, no, we'll do it next time. We'll do it next time. And... So, no, no, I've missed a couple opportunities to do it, but work's been... Well, as it comes... I've got some really good people in Whistler, Canada. It's one of the most beautiful places you could go to. I've got my um, my people up there, uh, Mason, and, um, again, I've... Uh, what's his name? It's going to come back to me. It's going to come back to me. But the, these guys I've played for, and actually just the journey when you get into Canada and then you yeah, drive yeah, up yeah. the hills, because that's where they snow snowboard. So even if you were going to go up there and play with your boy and take your boy yeah, up yeah, there, yeah, holiday, yeah, 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 you got holiday up there. As yeah. soon as it opens up, and they are blessed people. Like um, They just look after you like like, mm. like they're your own. Do you know what I mean? I've been, we've been lucky to do what we're doing. Oh my 100%. God, we've gone over. We're talking so much. <laughs> right now, we're going to start. Do you know what? I've really got a feeling that there's going to be a part three. There's right? going to be a part three at there's some stage. Be... We ain't even near there yet. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're just getting started. Uh, we? we want to big up everybody that's yeah, tuned in today. Bigging up my Thomas Delta family. This is the blueprint. This is what we do every Tuesday between one and three, talking about established artists, old artists, new artists passing through in the game that is jungle drummer bass. All the flavours. It could be liquid. It could be jungle. It could be D and B. It could be tech. It could be jump up. We don't care. We, we've got everybody on the show. Do you want to tell people your socials? What's your socials? Yeah, everything with MC Bellyman at the end of it. SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook, everything, just MC Bellyman at the end of it. And thank you for coming on the show. And I'm going to hold you to that. You, Maddie V, and guests yeah. on my side, your side. Let's do something. What we should do is maybe record it yeah, and yeah. then put it out on uh, uh, over the bank holiday. Yeah, why so that's So that would be a good shout. Listen, one love. God bless you. Look after yourselves. You can catch me Thursday doing my dread casting. From Bellyman and myself, peace, we're out of here. You know, one more last shout out, big up Fatality, Stevie G, all the heads that's helped me along the way, big yourself up. Big! One love, peace, big we're up. out. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Come on. That's all right. For more information, go to www.thamesdeltaradio.com. Find us on Facebook or subscribe onto YouTube. Thames Delta! This station is for the people. You understand? This is a people's thing. It's a community thing. It's our thing. So let us support this thing. Thames Delta Radio. Yeah. What radio station shall I listen to? Oh, Thames Delta. Thames Delta Radio. Ready for ransom rhythm selector. Are you ready, crowd of people? This is Thames Delta Radio. This is Thames Delta Community Radio. Live from Grace Thurrock. Live and direct.
Thames Thames Delta Radio. Not for speck every time. Reaching out to all the listeners out there. Thames Delta Radio. Thames Delta Radio live and direct.